Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 135 in Edmonton. Japanese Village open a survey to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations with Alberta steak and tasty seafood cooked right at your table. Reservations now available. Go online at jvedmonton.ca. We are going to hook up momentarily. Brendan, just give me the go-ahead with our our Oilers Now headliner today for Touchback Safety. Touchback Safety, renew your safety tickets today and get 15% off uh, your course with a promo code TRAINING2020 at touchbacksafety.com. The new head coach of the Henderson Silver Knights, Manny Viveros. Hello, Manny. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Bob. How are you? Good. Congratulations on the new appointment. Thank you. So uh, how long has this been in the works for, Manny? Uh, I'd, I'd say probably a good six weeks, uh, Bob. Uh, you know, I think just before um, Kelly, uh, the Golden Knights had moved from Vegas to uh, to Edmonton here in the bubble. Uh, Kelly had reached out to me and asked me if uh, I'd be interested in uh, uh, possibly being the head coach uh, uh, with the Henderson Golden Knights for the next season. And, uh, you know, I certainly was very interested. I said, absolutely. I, and we continue to start talking and we ended up talking more and have more conversations and uh, it turned out to be uh, you know, a great situation and something that uh, we're really excited and we can't wait to get going. Well, of course, you're on the Oilers staff uh, for the 18-19 season uh, and then the change came with Dave Tippett coming in. You got the opportunity to coach the Spokane, back in the WHL with Spokane. You guys had a pretty good season going, didn't you? Yeah, we, you know, Bob, it was good. I, unfortunately, like this, there's a lot of teams in the league, including the Oil Kings, are having a, a fabulous season also, too. But we seemed for our club uh, towards the end of the year, really starting to, to come together again. I think first and foremost, we got healthy. Uh, we got Ty Smith back for uh, for a lot of the games after Christmas. He was gone at the beginning of the year with New Jersey and with the World Junior Team. And we had lost our number one. We lost both goalies at one time for quite a long time and some other key injuries. And, uh you know, we got everybody healthy back just after Christmas, and uh, we just started to get on a roll, and we were, uh, you know, really rolling uh, going into the last uh, four games of the season and really looking forward to, uh, uh, you know, the playoffs. But like anything else, this, this pandemic has uh, kind of uh, put everybody on, on hold, and uh, that's something we'll never find out. Well, obviously, Spokane gave you some flexibility to take the job and to make the jump to the American Hockey League. Uh, I look at what Vegas has done with George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon. This, I don't think there's any debate about it. This has been the best-run expansion team of all time. They're, I mean, they went to the Stanley Cup Final in their first year. They're a contender every year. They're probably the favorite this year out of the Western Conference. Um, even in terms of the personnel that Rocky Thompson had last year, uh, you know, guys like Curtis McKenzie and Brandon Peary, those guys can play in the NHL for some teams. I mean, I, I can tell you right now that I would have had interest in either guy in Edmonton. When you know that they're, they've got that kind of caliber of player and that attention to detail in finding guys, obviously it made it a pretty easy sell for you to take the jump to the AHL, doesn't it? 
Oh, no, certainly, Bob. You know, even the time that I spent that one season with the Edmonton Oilers, you found out quickly of, uh, of the premier teams uh, and organizations in the National Hockey League, and right away, uh, they, everybody I talked to, I always asked questions, and they said, uh, you know, Vegas is... is, is if not the uh, one of the or if not the best in the National Hockey League, and for for me uh, to have an opportunity, I really was impressed of uh, my dialogue I had with Kelly and also George McPhee of how they look for players, the type of players they want in their organization, and how they play the game. And uh, there was a real good match between uh, uh, you know the style that I play and the way they play, and uh, really excited. And I you know I think. Uh, I like their philosophy. They they want to develop, but they also believe uh, part of developing is winning. So they're going to put the resources down there to to make that team competitive uh, right from the get go next year. We're joined by the new head coach of the new American Hockey League team for the Vegas Golden Knights, Manny Viveros. And and Manny, uh, just in terms of the philosophy, how would you define, you know, how you want to coach a team and the style of game you want to play? Well, you know what? I'm not going to change my style the way I've coached here, whether it's in Swift Current or I didn't Spokane. Um, you know, we're a team that my style of teams like to attack. Uh, we don't, we won't back off. Uh, you know, like anything, if there's a loose puck, we want that back as quick as possible, and we want to be able to you know, play at high speeds. And you know, it starts with practice. And you know, when our teams were practice, it's always at a high tempo. We're pushing the pace. That so when the players get into game situations, there's nothing uh, uh, new for them. They're able to play and hold that tempo throughout the game. And that's something I think uh, we look at the teams in the National Hockey League right now, uh, the most successful teams, uh, including Vegas with the Tampa Bays. They play at a game that uh, a lot of times teams have a hard time keeping up with, and uh, that's the way I want to continue to keep playing. One of the things that Kelly's done, and they've, they're really piped into the Western Hockey League, but they've drafted a lot of players out of the West, haven't they? I mean, uh, you know, Jake LeCision, Cody Glass, are guys that uh, spent time this year on their American Hockey League affiliate uh they took peyton krebs and caden korzak in the first and second round last year maybe we shouldn't be surprised given mccrimmon's history with the whl and his uh former ownership of the portland or of the uh, brandon weekings no, certainly. He certainly knows, if anything, uh, uh, of all the leagues at the CHL, uh, he's, he's well in tune with what happens in the Western Hockey League. And, and all those kids that you had mentioned are are, are excellent young prospects, and uh, they're going to be really good player, professional hockey players, and, and hopefully they all have a chance to play for the Knights in the National Hockey League. So it's it, it's exciting from that point. I look at uh, you know what uh, they have down on the farm and the prospects coming up, and they say they got some. The cupboards are full for that organization down on uh, the extremely uh, great job as far as uh, drafting and uh, uh, really excited. I really can't wait to get going and start meeting these uh, these prospects uh, uh, on a personal basis and start building a relationship and, and starting to work with them. Well, it's interesting, Manny, because uh, Vegas hired Rocky Thompson to coach their AHL affiliate, and Rocky's gone on to work for the San Jose Sharks organization as an assistant coach, and he was briefly the number three assistant in Edmonton. Then he went to the, the OHL, won a Memorial Cup uh, with uh, Windsor uh, the one year, uh, and, and now you're you know, a guy that's uh, gone Swift Current, Edmonton, Spokane the last three years. Um, and and so Vegas kind of circles back to uh, a guy with Edmonton uh, connections. Can you maybe just speak to the range of experience you had during what was a very 
challenging 2018-19 season. I know you had multiple job offers uh, coming out of Swift Current that year. Uh, multiple NHL organizations wanted you as an assistant coach. But what was that experience like, you know, starting the year of Todd McClellan and Pete Shirelli is, is the, the head coach and the GM and finishing off with uh, uh, Ken Hitchcock and Keith Gretzky? You know, Bob, uh, you know, unfortunate that season that uh, obviously we didn't make the playoffs and, and no one was uh, was happy with the outcome. And, you know, uh, Todd, uh, who's, who's the one that brought me in uh, to Edmonton, and uh, he was let go early in the season. And Ken came in after that. And I had an opportunity to, to work under, uh, you know, in my mind, two great coaches. Uh, Todd is a bright hockey coach, and he's, gonna, he's always he's a great career already in the, in the National Hockey League and has continued to have one. And Ken Hitchcock, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I think he has the third most wins in, in history of the National Hockey League. So for me at that time was uh, an opportunity to, to pick their brains and, and watch how they handle, uh, you know, the players at the best league in, in, in the world. And, uh, and more importantly, uh, to have an opportunity, Bob, to, to to see the guys in the room, the players. Um, that's what it's all about. To work with Connor and, and Leon and Ryan Uzer Hopkins and, and Darnell Nurses, those type of players, and the whole group, they were absolutely wonderful. And those guys cared and they worked, and unfortunately we couldn't uh, make the playoffs that year. But just to see at that level, especially Connor and guys like Leon, the amount of work that they put in on, on and off the ice to become elite players in the world. You uh, go from working in Edmonton where the, you know, the organization went through a form of catharsis during the course of that 18-19 season and Pete Chiarelli gets fired, uh, you know, in January as a general manager. Like the heat was kind of on the team all year long and it, it was, it was intense. You go back to the WHL, the Spokane, an organization owned by the Brett family. They're, they've been well run for a long time. Uh, but, it's all due respect to Spokane. It's a good hockey market for the WHL. It's not Edmonton. Is there anywhere to kind of compare and contrast sort of the level of intensity going back to the WHL and coaching in that uh, league in Spokane after the year you spent in Edmonton, uh, having Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on your team? No, you, you, that's a great uh, that's a great uh, comparison, Bob. There is no uh, other place than, than Canadian hockey markets, uh, whether it's uh, major junior hockey or in NHL. Obviously, Edmonton, the Calgary's, Vancouver's, Montreal's, and the Toronto's. Uh, like that, this is our sport, and, and the times you live in the fishbowl, um, you know your your critique, uh, the media by the fans and everything. And but it's through passion. That's what you want as a coach and an athlete. You want to be in passion mark markets, and that's something uh, I really enjoyed throughout my career. Is have that opportunity to work in markets like that, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my time in Edmonton, and I enjoyed the intensity and the passion that this city has uh, for the Oilers, not just the Oilers, for all sports in Edmonton. It's uh, it's a, a unique city and uh, uh, always a home for us. I'm going to put your scouting cap on last here, Manny. Jack Finley, six foot six, right shot center. Uh, his father, Jeff, played in the National Hockey League. He had 19 goals, 57 points, went plus 32 for you in 61 games. Um, a lot of people think he's going to go somewhere between 45 to 75 in the draft. Tell me about this player. Well, Bob, uh, I know we had, we had a conversation before about this young man. Um, you know, he's going to be one of those kids that uh, is going to play in the National Hockey League for 10-plus years. Um, no matter where he gets drafted, whether it's late first round, second round, or wherever it is, they got a kid that's going to play. And, uh, you know, he, at a young age where he is right now, he's such a, a, a big young man right now. His, 
his feet are just starting to catch up to him right now. And I really saw throughout the season um, playing against the other team's top line throughout the WHL how, how much he's in skating has improved. And he puts the work in. He, has, he comes from a great pedigree hockey family. Um, he's smart. And uh, he's got a little bit of edge to him. And uh, I think he's the type of player that can play in the National Hockey League for a long time. Manny, we wish you the best of luck uh, in the Vegas organization. And uh, we'll touch base down the road, okay? Thanks for having me on, Bob. Always a pleasure. You bet. That is the Henderson Silver Knights head coach, Manny Viveros. And again, uh, for you guys that are 53, 54, 55, that grew up playing hockey in Edmonton at a competitive level, uh, Viveros was as good as anybody amongst his age group. Mark Tenorti was down in Red Deer. Uh, the late Todd Ewan uh, played on Viveros' teams uh, in St. Albert. Uh, Barubi was out in Callahoo. Um, you know, Brian Benning, pretty good player, had a real good NHL career. But uh, Viveros was literally a phenom at 12, 13 years of age. And it was, I mean, I think over a three-year run in the Western Hockey League. I know one year he was the player of the year in CHL hockey. Uh, but he had about 300 points as a defenseman. I mean, he could really, today's game probably plays, I don't know, 10, 12 years in a 31, soon to be 32 team NHL. There's an old scene in the car business that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. An outstanding customer service, Akita business as well. Brent Rich Ford is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They'll provide you with an outstanding service at the time of the purchase. They'll continue that standard throughout uh, and after the sale as well. Let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Rich Ford, they're all Oilers fans, lend a hand by calling one 877 Seven seven thirty six seventy three, or go online at brentridge.com. When we come back, we'll get to this day in Oilers history and uh, bring you the injury report for our friends at James H. Brown. We'll also get to a couple texts as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. 147 in Edmonton, you're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Mike Smith, a potential uh, UFA option. And we have people texting the show on the Ashley Fine Floors text line saying the order should bring Smith back. And we have others that want to change the goaltending up. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, eight of which are dine-in. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean chicken. All right, uh, two. The Oilers now injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Of course, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown. They want you to stay safe and stay positive. Um, tell you, Trent's going to be missing the uh, fact that uh, there's no football this fall for neither the uh, EE football team nor uh, the Alberta. Golden Bears. Back at the 630 Chet Studios with an injury update. Here's Brendan Escott. Nikita Kucherov left Tampa's win last night in the first period after taking a high stick from Zdeno Chara. Consider him day-to-day right now. He came back out, he had like two shifts and it just wasn't happening for him. Left the game in the second period for good. Steven Stamko still no timeline for Tampa either and it could well be a quick turnaround in uh, the conference finals there if the Islanders take care of business tonight as well. Sidney Crosby, minor 
minor wrist surgery should be healed up in about three to four weeks. And Pavel Francouz deemed unfit to participate last night for Colorado. There's no word whether the goaltender will be back for game six tomorrow. Although, obviously, Michael Hutchinson got the job done, so we'll see. Colorado came out and got the job done. They just, he, you know, they gave them lots of run support in that game. All right, to this day in Oilers history, what do you got, Brendan? Much ado about nothing, Bob. On this day in 1993, the Oilers trade Craig Simpson to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for uh, Joseph Searney in a fourth-round pick in the 1994 draft. Now, Searney played just one NHL game. He spent two seasons with the Cape Breton Oilers in the AHL and then departed for Europe after a couple years in the IHL. Simpson played parts of two seasons in Buffalo and then retired. So uh, not a lot of man mileage going either way in that, yeah. in that deal. Craig, unfortunately, uh, his back was uh, pretty compromised by that point of his career because he paid the price to score goals. Uh, born on the state 66 years ago today, two-time Stanley Cup champion Dave Lumley. Lummer played 386 regular season games for the Oilers. He holds the team record. It's the second longest in the NHL modern era of scoring a goal in 12 consecutive games during the 81-82 season. That would be the only 30-goal season in his career. Uh, Lumley was a very useful uh, support player that could kind of move around the lineup a bit. Played with a little bit of bite, too, and uh, currently works in Edmonton. I see him once in a while. Great guy. Uh, Dave Lumley, born on this date 66 years ago. I'm getting old. That's all I'm going to say to you. I'm getting old. Uh, all right. As promised, we're going to get to some text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. It's funny. I had a bunch lined up. Um, Herm out of, uh, well, Herm worked for the Saskatoon Blades for another, a number of years. Another smart move for Kelly uh, with the Golden Knights. Uh, Manny will be another strong addition to that organization. Manny was one very smart, mobile defenseman with the Raiders, and the one uh, reason uh, they won the Memorial Cup within three years in PA. Uh, Bob, TSN is saying Patrick Laine might be available. The Oilers should be all over him. Do you think the Oilers would be after him? Uh, and my response would be, and how exactly would they make that fit, just for what it's uh, worth? Uh, Neil says, Bob, did you ever see Brad Withrow play minor hockey? Brad Withrow was on my midget double-A team in uh, 1982-83. Very experienced uh, player for uh, back in the day. Um, okay. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, Jason from Sangudo, who always makes us laugh, says, Bob, uh, when we heard uh, Hart uh, Levine on, uh, he mentioned block shots. If there's a block shots bonus, there should be a Matt Hendricks clause. That one comes to us from Jason in Sangudo. 780-496-0063. Uh, John says, Bob, you brought up, uh, would you trade a number one to get Darcy Camper? Forget about what Spec says. There's no way you trade the number one. Uh, we've traded away too many picks already. Well, and there is that argument out there. Uh, this text, oh man, here we go. Lee. Is he trolling us right now with this text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line? Bob, would Edmonton ever consider moving Connor McDavid to a large market city for two or three key players in return? Possibly some first-round picks. Example, 
to the New York Islanders. Ask for Barzell, Pollock, and a couple of first-round picks. Heck, even more players coming back to Edmonton. The TV ratings alone would be enough for ownership to force a trade for McDavid, even if it meant settling the, uh, setting the team back a, a few years in development from Lee. So who are you saying TV ratings? Because the Islanders' TV ratings are their regional. Just just so everybody's aware of this, the Edmonton Oilers are top five in the NHL right now in regional television ratings. Okay, this show and and we out of respect to the guys, other stations that are doing sports shows in this market. And there's lots of really good media people. This show has more daily listeners. Okay, twelve plus than some television uh, numbers from some of the teams in the States. Think about that for a second. <laughs> right? Again, the Edmonton Oilers may have, uh, I haven't seen, the, I know they were definitely top five for this past season. Top five in regional television numbers. Um, and Barzell and Pollock both got to get extended the last time I checked by the Islanders organized that Lee, that kind of trade. <laughs> I had somebody once suggest something similar to me in 1982, after the Edmonton Oilers during the 82-83 season, the Oilers had lost to the LA Kings, a team that finished 48 points behind Edmonton that year. The Oilers, with seven future Hall of Fame players, lost to the LA Kings in five games, uh, three of which were legitimate home games. By the way, um, I had somebody suggest to me who had a long NHL career, by the way, as a scout. He suggested to me at that time that the Oilers should trade uh, Wayne Gretzky to Chicago for Doug Wilson and Denny Savard. Okay? And uh, and you're basically suggesting trading them for Barzell and Pollock. And I like Barzell and Pollock, and they're both terrific players. They're not Connor McDavid. I, to answer your question, I don't see something like that happen. But we're all entitled to our opinions out there. 156 in Edmonton will be back at it tomorrow. Guests will include from the NHL Network, Brian Lawton. From the Cult of Hockey, David Staples and our NHL insider, John Shannon. Coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, what has he got? You're going to hear from Double E Football Club receiver Greg Ellingson, as well as Basketball Alberta Executive Director Paul Sir. All right, there you have it. Uh, we have a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chit afternoons with special guest host today, Chelsea Bird. Have a tremendous Tuesday. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.